The following is an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. This is Eastern Carolina's longest-running sports radio show. The Brian Bailey Show is on the air. The Brian Bailey Show is powered by Greenville Utilities and also brought to you by Angus Grill, Bostic Sug Furniture, Bojangles, East Coast Grady, Papa John's, Pepsi, The Rick House, Greenville Utilities, BMS Builders, Taft Taft and Hagler, tiebreakers and greenville auto world and now here's brian bailey happy game week everybody east carolina set to open up the 2023 baseball season coming up on friday a three-game series with george washington live in the studio with me is austin knight east carolina pitching coach we've got the rotation for this first weekend that we're going to talk about coming up in just a minute before we go to break we want to certainly send our thoughts and prayers to uh, debbie uh pertie and her, is actually her last name but jeff charles wife uh, Jeff Charles Pertie is his entire name, but uh, just tragic news from Friday night, and uh, our careers kind of paralleled one another. I got here in 84, he got here in 88, and I always looked up to The Voice and had so many great talks with him and had so much respect for, for the man as far as the guy behind the microphone and so much respect for what he did off the uh, off the field, as we say, just uh, around the community and that kind of thing, and our, our hearts were broken on Friday night with that news and i know east carolina officials are trying to get together right now to figure out you know how to you know a nice memorial service or whatever they decide to do but uh, i know painted purple on wednesday night for the basketball game they're asking fans to wear purple to honor jeff charles and that's a a great great idea so if you're going to the basketball game make sure you wear purple but i just wanted to send our thoughts and prayers to debbie and the the family i know it's a very 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 difficult time and uh, pirate radio by the way later on this afternoon will dedicate the three hours of Pirate Radio Live in, in memory of Jeff Charles and have different folks uh, call in and give their thoughts and on on Jeff. But just wanted to share that as we kick off uh, today's Brian Bailey Show. We'll take a commercial break. Austin Knight, pitching coach at East Carolina, is our guest. Back with our show after this. The Angus Grill is your premier spot for the best burgers, cheesesteaks, and brisket sandwiches around. Join us for our unmatched variety of burger combinations. From the mushroom bacon Swiss burger to the jalapeno popper burger to the original Angus Classic. Pair that burger with our amazing onion rings, tots, fries, or sweet potato fries. Angus Grill, with four amazing locations in eastern North Carolina, including Winterville near Pitt Community College, on Jarvis Street in Uptown Greenville, and on Statensburg Road near the hospital. It's the best burger around, guaranteed. East Coast Grading and Utilities is your source for clearing, hauling dirt, and concrete work. East Coast Grading and Utilities handles all sewer and water issues as well. I'm David Vaughn. Whether it's putting in a new subdivision or helping you with any and all of your drainage problems, I can get the job done. Call me at 531-7494. No job is too big or too small. East Coast Grading and Utilities. Friends helping friends. 531-7494. For East Coast Grading and Utilities. Hi, I'm Ken Hagler of Taft Taft and Hagler. We're proud to be sponsors of the Brian Bailey Show and the Pirate Nation on Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. If you've been injured on the job or due to someone else's negligence in an automobile collision, call us at 752-2000 for a free consultation with experienced professionals who care. Go Pirates! 
Did you know one in five Americans use alternative wellness practices? And this number is growing with good reason. Your CBD store empowers modern wellness through premium hemp products. We're the number one CBD brick and mortar in the world with products for sleep, focus, recovery, and more. Our products are the gold standard in hemp wellness. Your CBD store, Greenville, 420 East Arlington Boulevard, or call 999-5127. Must be 18 years of age. This statement has not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The convenience of Pitt Greenville Airport is waiting just outside your front door. Service is back, so you're connected to destinations worldwide through flights from American Airlines. Plan your next trip. Book your flights today at flypgv.com or aa.com. Avoid the long check-in lines and congestion at the big airports and fly local at PGV. Fast, convenient, and close to home, PGV has American Airlines flights perfect for your next trip. Book today at aa.com. PGV, where the pirates fly. Are you one of the estimated 17 million people in the U.S. suffering from dry eye disorders that are not resolved using over-the-counter or prescription eye drops? Ask Art Point Labs about Serum Tears, a natural dry eye solution. At Art Point Labs, Serum Tears are tailor-made for you from a quick blood draw, providing a sterile and natural option to help those with dry eye conditions. Contact your ophthalmologist or optometrist for a prescription or contact Art Point Labs to help you find one. Visit Art Point Labs' new location on Dixon Avenue near the intersection of Arlington Boulevard or schedule online at parkpointlabs.com. This is Holt Nailers, and you're listening to Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. You're listening to The Brian Bailey Show, powered by Greenville Utilities, providing reliable utility solutions to the Greenville region since 1905. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back to our show on this Monday. Finally, it's game week at East Carolina for Pirate Baseball. And Pirate Baseball means so much to so many in our town, in our community. And I mean, it's just, so we say it all the time, but it's like, you know, we get a chance to cheat winter because spring starts on Friday, <laughs> despite the whatever the weather is. And I'm not going to ask Cliff what the weather is. Is, but 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 it's one of those things that it's, it's just it's just really magical to watch the guys go out. And baseball seasons, you know, you wrap up, you're freezing cold for a couple of games, and it starts to get warmer, and then flowers start to bloom, and then you, and next thing you know, you're in May, and then you're playing for postseason, and it's just uh, it's just it's just a great time of the year. East Carolina Pirate Baseball. Austin Knight, pitching coach at East Carolina, joins us live in the studio. Uh, when you look at, at what this program has done since you've been here, you were here as a volunteer assistant. You move up to the role of pitching coach. I mean, it, it's got to be really rewarding inside to know what all this team has done. Absolutely. And, and first off, thanks for having me. Always love to come in here and break down some pirate baseball. I love that it. I can, but it's unique. You know, it's unique. You look a, across America and, and there's some really, really good baseball programs out there and, and really good baseball leagues. But uh, for, for what you know coach goblin and coach plumbo and and everything that they've been able to do since they've been here and setting the culture right and and uh just being consistent throughout their nine years here and then you you look up in the last four years we've been able to host regionals and you know host our first on-campus super regional ever last year and so um it's it's definitely rewarding and i'm i'm blessed and fortunate and and thankful to be a part of it Uh, we have our facebook live uh feed going so if you have a question or comment for uh austin knight please feel free to pass them along and we will get those to Coach Knight. Let's uh, have the breaking news. It broke earlier today as Cliff Goblin's making the media rounds today, but you've got a rotation for this first weekend. Let's talk about that a little bit. And on Friday night, our Friday night starter for East Carolina 
Pirate Baseball, at least for the first weekend. And, and <laughs> the way he pitched last year, he'll keep it a long time. But that's Carter Spivey. That's right. And so, uh, you know, it's actually, I was telling Brian when we walked in here, I feel like it's the earliest that we broke this news. Yeah. Uh, first I was thing, shocked. First thing Monday morning, making the media's job a little bit easier. But, uh, yeah, you know, we'll go Friday night. We'll go Carter Spivey, uh, you know, coming off the year that he had last year. And, and, and really, he's just continued to improve. He's gotten better, and, and he's made the most out of every single day that he's he's had on the field here in his in his last year at East Carolina. And, you know, the thing that we know about Carter is, uh, you know, you can talk about all the stuff that he has, but you know that you're going to get a mature outing out of him. And that's uh, so valuable when you start the, the beginning of a weekend series is knowing that you're going to have a guy that's been in the fight, that's going to outwill the opponent, that's going to go and, and execute his game plan and, and put his best forward uh, foot forward to help us win the game. Did you guys ever figure out who that guy TBA was last year? Because he kept popping up in the rotations, didn't he? <laughs> I saw it at times. It was, it was on the rotation a couple times yeah, a week. He had to pitch Saturday and Sunday a lot of times, hey, didn't he? He ended up being pre- pretty productive throughout the course of the season. He was TBA very guy. good. Um, that, that was, we, were, we were joking about it before uh, we got on air, but it was definitely interesting to navigate, but uh, you know, during that, that 20 game run, it was it was a lot of fun because you know it, it, it was definitely a non-traditional approach, but going into the game is that was the plan it was going to be let's see if we can get to the lineup one time with our starter and then hopefully hand the ball to, to sailor or spivey or there at the end of the year ben terwilliger or whoever or agnos and yeah. um became pretty unique because you know you get to the, the, the lineup a couple times and they may score a couple runs but obviously our offense is pretty good and would give the the ball to our best guys in the fourth inning uh t- 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 towards the end of the game and you know uh it, it kept us in a lot of games and obviously was very successful for us you know i thought carter spivey was was kind of like a quiet eight and zero and a quiet two point eight three earned run average because you know you know he came in he slammed the door and you're like you know glad, glad we got Carter that kind of thing but next thing you know somebody said well who's going to be the pitcher of the year in the American it might be Carter and I, and I went back and looked and I was like, well yeah I mean look at those stats <laughs> he's got to be the pitcher of the year oh my goodness yeah I mean, nobody more valuable to a team than what he was able to do last year I mean him and, and even Garrett Saylor even though Garrett Saylor's numbers don't reflect that from last year just the ability to be able to take the ball and, and give you consistent outings but uh definitely you know extremely valuable for what we were doing last year and and the thing about him is he's just so consistent it was it was so consistent throughout the course of the year whether he was pitching one time a weekend or multiple times a weekend or throwing two innings a clip or you know throwing in the midweek or whatever you knew exactly what you were getting when you look at his strengths, you know, when you send him out there on Friday, what do you look for? Well, his strengths, what I what I just said a second ago, is that he's mature, he's yeah. older, he's smart, he's intelligent, he can control himself, he's very competitive. Um, but as far as his repertoire, it's a, it's yeah. a good four-seam fastball. I think, you know, Friday you could see it anywhere from 91 to 94 miles an hour. Um, and then last year, we, we were really cutter-heavy. He threw a lot of cutters last year. It became his bread and butter. And so that's still in the mix. But, again, and when we addressed what we needed to to get better at this season, and, and we met prior to to kind of starting that up in in August, it was just to make him a little bit more well rounded. And so, yes, he still has the cutter, he still has his bread and butter, but the the actual repertoire, the four pitches, it's 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 much improved. And so, it, I think it'll look a little bit different. Now, again, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna win and, and go off of his strengths and what he does best. But he's uh, definitely a more well rounded pitcher today than he was in uh, June of last year. When you send him out there for that Friday night game, what are your expectations? What do you what do you hope to get out of it? 
Um, I, I don't know that there's an answer to that other than just having a quality start and, and going one pitch at a time, and you know all the all the normal coaching answers yeah. that you're going to get from from me. You know, just <laughs> yeah. one pitch at a time, and and handling one hitter at a time, and and uh, go go out there and give us what you got. You know, Coach Godwin always talks to our guys about just being closers, like everybody closing out innings, closing out pitches, closing out hitters, and things like that. And so, you know, it's not that I, of course, every coach can sit here and say, "Well, I'd like to see seven innings. I'd like to see no hits. I'd like to see yeah. no runs." I mean, <laughs> of course, that'd be, that'd be fantastic. But um, we try to stay out of just that result-oriented mindset and just say, "Hey, we're going to go out there and trust the process, trust what you've been doing for the last seven months, and and uh, and, and go out there and enjoy it, and go go uh, go, you know, execute your game plan." We'll go through the rotation first for this first weekend, then we'll come back and talk more about you know who comes in next mm-hmm. and, and that kind of thing. But on Saturday, uh, you decided with Trey Savage. Why Trey there in the Saturday role? Well, because he's earned it um, yeah. in the preseason. He didn't pitch much in the fall, but we sent him out last summer and wanted him to train as a starter. And so he went out and, and pitched in uh, the, the Valley League, and he um, you know pitched really well and was a, a, a league all star for him and, and started the whole summer and came back. We gave him some time to to rest early on in the uh, in the fall, just because I felt like we had we had rode him pretty hard there at the end of uh, the season where he was pitching you know in some capacity in a, in a lot of games and so gave him some rest and and then we built him back up and then this this preseason honestly uh it, really he's probably been our best pitcher this preseason and w- just as far as you know what he's been able to do and you know I mean he, he threw five innings on Saturday or, or yeah Saturday and it was like 75 percent strikes and and he's just you know he's just earned the the opportunity to go out there and it's it's premier stuff but it's also a lot of a lot of strikes and he's another guy that has just he's grown a lot he's grown a lot since you know you last saw him against texas in that in that night game when it was you know after the rain he's, he's a different pitcher than he was then in a good way and so you know when we sat there and evaluated it we knew that he can always go back to the bullpen if that's what's needed right but here in the early season, you know, we want to see him go go and start games, and we want to see the the other bullpen options and who's going to emerge and kind of take over some roles in that in that uh, in that manner. And I know you know this, but but some players. They just have a role that they they like a little bit better, and, mm-hmm. and when you put them in a new role, you have to see if, if they're going to adjust to it or not. You know, it's the same guy may be a much better guy out of the bullpen mm-hmm. than he is as a starter, and you've seen that many Absolutely. times, I'm sure. Yeah, no question. And so that's that's definitely a piece of it. Um, but the difference with Trey and, and all these kids when they get here, you know, they'll tell you, maybe excluding Garrett Saylor or someone like that, that they all want to be the Friday night starter when they come here. That's their goal when we're recruiting them. That's what they want to be, um, and if of course it doesn't always work out that way but the thing about Trey is that you know if he was still the two pitch pitcher that he was in you know last year I don't know that we would we would necessarily want him to go in, into the rotation but now because of how much he's improved and, and how much he's mastered his craft and he's throwing four pitches into the strike zone and it's really good stuff it's like well we can definitely see this guy maturing and definitely think that he can handle the starting uh, position and so that's uh you know that's the goal is to find out you know earlier here in the in the spring I would say when you guys are scrimmaging the Carter Spivies the Trey Sack Savages. I mean, when you're throwing against your offense, I mean, you're throwing up against some really good hitters. And if you're getting those good hitters out, you're going to get a lot of hitters out. Yeah, and, and our hitters are, are as tough and, and as well coached as any in the country. And right. Of course, they're extremely talented. And so, whenever our guys do, you know, pitch well against those guys and, and compete well against those guys, it should give them a ton of confidence, you know. And um, 
but yeah, it's definitely a challenge every day. I'm, I'm excited to not have to call pitches against our, our hitters anymore. I can tell you that because, uh, well, they, they, uh, they, they're just tough. They're, they do a really good job at the plate. They're tough to strike out. They, uh, they get their swings off and hitters counts. And so, you know, um, definitely navigating through our, our, our lineup is, uh, is, man, it's really good for our guys moving forward into the spring. Is it at that time right now where you want to play a different colored jersey? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you got me a pass that hard. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know, and it's fun. It's, it's good, you know, parity within the team and, you know, guys still trying to earn positions on both sides of the ball. Um, and, of course, it's, it's, it's fun, you know, whenever they're, they're uh, obviously competing against their best friends or roommates and things like that. And so there's, you know, obviously some smack talk that happens right. on and off the field from that standpoint. But I think all of our guys are, you know, we're going to finish today with a scrimmage and have this week of practice. But I, I know they're all excited about competing against somebody else and, and kind of seeing where we stack up because I think, uh, you know, they're, they're feeling pretty confident at this point. So that's the schedule for this week. You get a scrimmage today. Mm-hmm. Do you get a day off before opening day? Or well, you... we had yesterday off had because, Sunday of off because of the rain. Yeah, okay. and so uh, we'll scrimmage today and then we'll have a, a good week of practice and, you know, just got, go over some, you know, just the, the you know, blunt defenses and pickoffs and kind of make sure that everything is the way that we, you know, feel good about it. And then, uh, yeah, we'll get to Thursday and have a little bit of lighter practice and then, of course, it's, it's go time this weekend. Man, go time. George Washington in town. All right, we're still going through the uh, first rotation the first weekend rotation of the year and then on Sunday Josh Gross we've seen a lot of him yeah a couple of years yeah and, and definitely excited about him and that was something with that rotation I, f- I felt really good about uh putting two experienced guys on the front and the back end and then obviously Trey pitching in a new role he's still experienced so he's been in some really yeah. big situations but you know I think uh having those two guys who have started quite our pitched quite a bit in our program and then josh who has started a a lot for us last year coming in and pitching on the sunday uh definitely excited for him to to kind of take over that role and and go see what he can do because he's had a a really good all season as well take us through the process of of how you guys decide on your rotation i mean when do you start do you start talking about it from day one of practice do you start talking about it from the fall Mm -hmm. i mean and then you know when you finally say okay let's do it this way boom 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 yeah and there's Really, uh, the process starts in the, at the beginning of the fall, and we kind of label guys as, you know, maybe possible starters for okay. us. And from there, they they kind of make our job uh, easy or hard from that standpoint is how do they handle it? How do they handle starting and pitching multiple times to a lineup? Uh, how do they handle bouncing back in a week uh, rotation, you know, a seven-day rotation where uh, they're having to go and, and throw at a high volume basically once a week? Um, and so we kind of label guys from the beginning, and it could be anywhere from six to eight eight guys that you're going to say, hey, these guys are going to start and we'll extend them. And then the other guys uh, will treat as relievers. And there can be some, obviously, some uh, finagling during during the uh, process where we say, all right, this guy's doing really good. Let's see what he can do as a starter now. Um, but yeah, it starts at the beginning. And then as the fall goes, it, it usually, you know, it usually becomes pretty clear because guys will start separating themselves. And, you know, same with uh, the early spring. You know, we kind of start that process back. You feel good about what you accomplished in the fall and you kind of try to roll into the spring and, and uh, see where we're at leading into the, the season. Okay, so the first rotation, Friday starter Carter Spivey, then you Savage goes Saturday, Gross goes on Sunday. We'll talk about the bullpen coming up in just a bit. Interesting conversation with Austin Knight, pitching coach at East Carolina, as we get you set for Pirate Baseball. Opening day. What is, opening day's got to be just, just the best day of the year, isn't it? It is uh, one of the best, for sure. It's uh, a lot of excitement. You know, hopefully I mean, we won't talk too much about the weather, but usually yeah. the, the weather is, is fine 
line is good enough on uh, on opening day, but it's definitely exciting for from a coach's perspective. It's just you know nice to see those players run out there and be excited about the yeah. work that they put in and they get to, to go compete and, and put it on the line. And that's you know that's what gives me you know a lot of a lot of joy and excitement about it is just seeing those kids go out there and compete and have a lot of uh, fun while they do so. And as we've said so many times, it's just such an important part of the fabric of our community, pirate baseball, and so many people want to go out there on in the jungle and start the tailgating about one o'clock and so cool and be fired up and ready to go at four o'clock for the first pitch so we'll look forward to that for sure also tonight our guest back with more on the brian bailey show on this monday after this Did you know one in five Americans use alternative wellness practices? And this number is growing with good reason. Your CBD store empowers modern wellness through premium hemp products. We're the number one CBD brick and mortar in the world with products for sleep, focus, recovery, and more. Our products are the gold standard in hemp wellness. Your CBD store, Greenville, 420 East Arlington Boulevard, or call 999-5127. Must be 18 years of age. This statement has not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Deep to left field, this should be the ball game. Dale Murphy wins it for Atlanta. Hey, baseball fans, when's the last time you met a two-time National League MVP and a seven-time Major League Baseball All-Star? Well, your chance is now, as Pirate Radio is bringing Dale Murphy, legendary Atlanta Brave, to Greenville on Sunday, April 2nd. Table sponsorships and ticket information is online now at PR927FM.com. Don't miss your chance to meet a living legend and hear Dale Murphy talk about his career, leadership, and there'll be a question-answer session. It's Dinner with Dale Murphy, Sunday, April 2nd. Details online now now at PR927FM.com. This is Steven Igo. You've heard from me plenty on Pirate Radio Live and perhaps have read some of my work on HoistTheColors.net. Now, get an extension of our in-depth coverage on the Hoist the Colors podcast. From game previews to immediate post-game analysis to emergency podcasts for breaking news, we've got you covered. A cast of guest co-hosts from fans, former coaches, and other writers join me for two podcasts weekly to break down all things ECU athletics. Subscribe to Hoist of Colors now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. Fifth Street Hardware can make your Valentine's night easy and memorable with that special someone. Fifth Street Hardware and Cupid have you covered with a Valentine's Day four-course dinner. Seating on Valentine's Day night will be at 6 p.m. and 7.30 only. Make your reservations today at Fifth Street Hardware, located on Fifth Street beside the State Theater in downtown Greenville. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram for more special events and daily specials. Fifth Street Hardware and Tap Room. Pirate Radio. You know, I think this is a pretty blue-collar, tough, hard-nosed fan base, and that's the way our teams are going to be. The voice of the Pirate Nation. You're listening to The Brian Bailey Show, powered by Greenville Utilities. Community-owned, community-powered. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back on this Monday. Austin Knight, pitching coach in East Carolina, is our guest. Pirates open up with George Washington. Three-game series coming up this weekend. Friday's opening day set for a 4 o'clock first pitch. Before we go into the bullpen for Pirate Baseball, I want to talk about some technology. And I asked Austin during the commercial break about the watches. The pitchers will wear a watch, and you'll be able to send them the pitch that you want to be thrown through technology. Yeah, you're laughing about it. I know, because I'm like, (laughs) can you send them a text message and say, hey, find the strike zone now? (laughs) 
<laughs> I, that that option's not on the, uh, not the on boat, there. so I'll have to go out there and tell them that. <laughs> hey, mean, the, the strike zone is right there. The exactly. plate is, is going to be in the same place. Or can so you say like little, little things like, hey, I know the ump's not very good, <laughs> but, but keep trying. Oh, no, it, it's not as uh, advanced as like a cell phone necessarily, but yeah, our guys have, uh, basically they wear a wristband and it's got a little slot for a small monitor really small monitor and so i have basically a remote in my hand a remote in my hand and uh i'm able to just send in the pitch call or send in the pickoff or send whatever and it vibrates on the wrist and uh and they, they get the sign and they go it's it's really simple it's really easy you know i i uh i know i just told you all fair that i'm a traditionalist when it yeah. comes to all this stuff uh and so I, I you know you would rather just be able to uh just just let the catcher and the pitcher just call the game like normal but the reality reality is there's more more software more scouting technology out there than there's ever been there's more video and so in order to protect our signs getting stolen it's the the simplest and most effective way i would say um and it's you know it helps the pace of play go pretty fast too. so do you send just a one a fastball to a curveball yeah, that kind of thing we, we have a sign system and we have you know a zones for what we do that's, that's my next question yeah can you is it like one seven would be you know fastball outside in theory that, that yeah. that's how you can uh you you can set it up that way and so you, it, it allows you to send i think six numbers which i don't use six numbers i mean just, Man, if you I see mean, the picture out there go okay one plus six minus five i, I don't want those guys out there decoding the sign oh, going through man. going through an algorithm out there uh <laughs> we don't necessarily need that but uh you, you can have zones on there so you can put like i said up to six numbers which we don't um and then uh you know for free you have something for each pitch basically it's, it's really the same as call, the catch calling the game it just shows up on their on their uh, watch instead pitcher gets it and the catcher gets yes. it obviously well we actually have them for everybody on the field and oh, so, so exactly because, and I've seen that so many times that when you get into the weeds of baseball, you know your center fielder is going to move mm-hmm. on certain pitches. You know your third baseman is going to move on certain pitches. I mean, everybody's probably going to move on. Yeah, in some manner, usually, yeah. especially depending on the pitch and, and the rhythm that the hitter's in, and, and we can get into right. all sorts of detail about that. But uh, you know, it just it just helps them position themselves a little bit more, which in turn helps them learn the game a little bit more. And so our our jobs as coaches is to eliminate our job, in my opinion. And, and what I mean by that is is inform and coach the players enough to when they get out there, they know exactly what they're supposed to do whenever the situation arises. And uh, there, there doesn't have to be a whole lot of, uh, you know, hey, you need to do this, 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 and that. It's, no, I, I got this sign. I know that I need to move four steps to my left here, you know. And so um, it, it simplifies from that standpoint for sure. Plus, you guys got the bench coaches, too, kind of maneuvering mm-hmm. folks around, too. Yeah, so. always. Coach Palumbo and Coach yeah. Bortles and Coach right. Godwin will, will do that as well, and they do a tremendous job at it. And um, but it, it, the more that you can teach those kids how to do it, how to play the game, how to how to position themselves, the more obviously they'll be equipped and ready whenever if they have the opportunity to go play professional baseball. But but they're also thinking the game. They're thinking the game whenever you're out there and they're playing. And it don't have to be you know Coach Plumbo screaming out of the dugout with six thousand people in the stands right. t- trying to tell people where to where to go. Instead, they know huh, well he's on a slider here. Yeah, probably a tendency is he might pull the ball to the six hole as a right-handed hitter. And so I'm going to take a two steps this way right 
Man, the problem though with technology is that there's somebody out there right now trying to figure out how they can steal it, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I'm sure. I'm sure. I don't know if us baseball coaches are smart enough to figure out that science, but I'm sure but, there's somebody I mean, out there. George Washington. I'm sure they have a computer <laughs> department. No, but you we'll hope nobody sure, does that. We'll but make sure we ban. But all there's got to be some kind of technology too that kind of you know the 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 waves. I guess the radio waves is transmitted to or something. That, well, l- luckily it comes like we all have our it's our own uh, right transparency you know our you have own, your own our own system yeah, there and so it exactly. doesn't there's no way that they can get that stuff but i'll make sure that we don't let them uh bring satellites or computers into the dugout there'll be a balloon like floating yeah, over yeah. clark leclair <laughs> uh, i'll shoot that thing down <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's good stuff all right all right josh uh called in i actually wrote in last week and was asking about the uh, bullpen we wanted to know is the pen uh compare this year's pen to last year's bullpen what do you got i think uh you know time will tell with that on paper when you look on paper i I feel as you know confident about just the length of what we have in the bullpen and and in our pitching staff as really any year that we've had um as far as just pure stuff and the ability to go out there and 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 do it now again like like we said you know i i think the last time i was on a show we were sitting here breaking down uh we're gonna play campbell and we were starting carter spivey against campbell last year in the first midweek of the year at that point we didn't know carter spivey was gonna do what he did right you know and so a lot of those things will will emerge as the season goes on um um, but I feel really good about the pieces in the bullpen, and that's you know it's one of the things that gives you confidence in allowing both Spivey and Trey to go into the the rotation. Um, you know, uh, you talk about Garrett Saylor, a guy that's been here forever and is just so so just valuable. You know, he can he can pitch in so many roles, and you know he's he's he'll be one of the first guys out of the bullpen, and he's just extremely experienced. He's been in the fight. He's he's he's, he's done it all, and so you have a guy like him. <clears throat> You have another guy, a transfer from uh, VMI. His name's Tyler Brott, who he's got a really, really special arm. I mean, he's going to throw the ball in the mid-90s. You could see him really in the upper 90s at times like that and has really good secondary to go along with it and uh, has the right mentality. He's, He's a tough kid. He wants the ball. He's competitive. And so... Excited to see him kind of move into that role and see what he can do. You have other guys such as uh, you know White Lunsford Shankman, who you saw last year at times. He's he's taken a step forward and 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 he's more of a sinker baller and a slider guy. And then you have a guy like Jordan Little who has been up to ninety five this preseason, has really good secondary stuff as well. And uh, I mean, I could go on and on talking about the the guys and the talent level that they have on the staff. Now again. They have to go do it. They have yeah. to go do it, and they'll they'll get opportunities to go do it early on in the season and kind of start emerging into those roles because you know you think on paper that you know you, you have it all you know you have all the roles figured out and, and what it looks like for the first weekend, but these guys really will go and and, and perform and and make these roles their own, so to speak. But yeah, I mean, I think as far as the confidence in the in the bullpen, man, there's a lot of confidence, and I think that we have the opportunity to be able to mix and match. I think there's some velocity in there. I think there's some you know low slot right-handers you got some good left-handers in there and so uh you you feel like there's a good opportunity to mix and match towards the back end of the game will there be a closer per se will it be you know somebody you're counting on hey that's our closer or will it be by committee it'll be slightly by committee but the way that we do it uh as you guys have seen in the past with with Spivey and Sailor and guys like that, there's certain guys that we like to start innings that we feel like are going to throw strikes and not hurt themselves as much. And then there's guys that we might bring in to, you know, 
bases or runners on base type situations that have strikeout stuff. And so that's the way Coach Godwin and, and I have kind of formed the bullpen over the last few years, honestly. And, uh, you know, it's, it showed some success. But, you know, I, I feel like there's some guys who pitch better with uh, with less traffic on. There's some guys like like Trey last year who could rise to the occasion, rise to the occasion whenever there was guys in scoring position and, and, and do some special things. And so, you know, that's, that's kind of the identifying process of that. You know, I think that those guys that I just mentioned uh, early on with with Sailor and, and Brat and Little and some of these other guys that, that can definitely go out and finish a game, so to speak. But uh, that doesn't always mean that they're going to be pitching in the ninth inning. You know, yeah. it could mean that we're in a situation where we need them in the sixth and we're going right. to them. And I think that we, we all as fans lose sight of the fact that if the bases are loaded with nobody out in the sixth, the game's on the line. That's right. You That's know, right. So don't hold your closer until the, the eighth well, we, or the we, ninth. We would be crazy to do right. so. You know, because you don't know what inning what pitch uh you don't know when you can win or lose a baseball right you know and if you you leave your best bullet in the bullpen in those situations and they're trying to wait to get the ball to them in the ninth inning then man the game can be lost you know it could be the difference in it being a three to two game or a five to two game right. in the ninth inning and so you know we try to try to identify those uh those opportunities and give the ball to the, the right guy the best guy and, and sometimes that can be the starter or sometimes that's another guy coming into a, a situation and you know getting a big punch out or, or whatever it might be and so it's uh it's just important important to for us to, to make sure especially with our offense and the ability that we have to score runs is to understand that those are the, the pivotal spots in the games are, they can come in the middle they can come in the beginning they can come at the end you know it's not you know one it's not like in, in the baseball rules they say the most important inning is the ninth inning it's no they're all important yeah and so we have to figure equally out, important it's exactly right so yeah. we have to figure out how to not allow them to score runs in the in 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 all innings and so um yeah i think but even if you t- turn on major league baseball right you turn on major league baseball and you know, you get into playoff baseball, so to speak. The starters are going less. They're bringing right. in their best arms earlier in the game. Right. And then, yeah, they, they may give the ball to the closer, but they may give it to them in the eighth inning and go eighth and ninth, you mm-hmm. know. And so... Um, they I may th- have to get four outs instead of two. That's right. Kind of that's right. And so you just... They, they understand the importance. Of, and, of course, they have, I mean, the best pitchers in the world, and they're still kind of playing it the same way. And so from our standpoint is, you know, can we get the right guy into the game for the right situation and allow uh, us to maybe, you know, get... Through a jam and then allow our offense to go and uh, do what they do. Got a lot of questions and comments coming in on our Facebook live feed, so keep those coming. We'll take a commercial break right now. We'll come back. We'll continue on with Austin Knight getting you set for the Pirate Baseball season. It all starts on Friday. Back with more after this. Your vehicle is a big part of your life. That's why you should trust the team at Greenville Auto World for all your vehicle needs. Greenville Auto World believes in fair prices, superior service, and treating customers right. Visit GreenvilleAutoWorld.net to see their fully stocked inventory of SUVs, trucks, and cars. Need a lift kit, custom rims, or wheels? Greenville Auto World can upgrade your vehicle today. For sales or service, visit Greenville Auto World on Highway 43 in Greenville. At Papa John's, we start with better. Like marinated oven roasted chicken tossed in our new hot lemon pepper sauce kind of better. And now you can find them on the Papa Parents menu. Get two or more Papa Parents favorites for just $6.99 each, only from Papa John's. Hey, Pirate fans, Papa John's is the MVP move for game day or any day. Place your order online at papajohns.com and sign up for Papa Rewards. Papa John's, better ingredients, better pizza. Go Pirates! 
This isn't your regular cola. So this isn't your regular cola ad. No beach parties or family barbecues here. Just Nitro Pepsi. The first cola ever infused with nitrogen. So forget everything you thought you knew about soda. Because that nitrogen gives us a whole new experience. Think an infusion of smaller bubbles for a cola that's got a lighter, smoother texture. And don't get me started on the pour. You don't pour this like any other cola. We're talking turn the can completely upside down and watch as those bubbles cascade into the glass to create a frothy, luxurious foam topping. Can your cola do that? I didn't think so. Unless you've got your own Nitro Pepsi, in which case, cheers to your great taste. Because you already know that the only thing better than the pour is the unapologetic cola taste. What else is there to say? From the creamy foam to the smooth texture to its unbelievably delicious flavor, this is cola like you've never had it before. Time to bring your taste buds to the next frontier. Nitro Pepsi. Smooth. Creamy. Delicious. If you wake up in the morning with a backache, feeling more tired than you did when you went to bed, you probably need a new mattress. And the best place to get that mattress is Factory Mattress. Hi, I'm Kirk Smith, General Manager. For more than 40 years, Factory Mattress has been Greenville and Wilson's local mattress dealer. We guarantee the lowest price on the area's best selection with over 50 models to choose from. No seconds or overruns. Factory Mattress offers only first quality direct from the manufacturer. Sealy Posture Peating, Beauty Rest, Stearns and Foster, and Temper Peating. The most highly trained sales associates with over 60 years of combined experience. Same as cash financing with zero interest, up to 48 months, and free local delivery. Face it, to have a good day, you've got to have a good night. So sleep better knowing you saved money at Factory Mattress. Locally owned on Greenville Boulevard in Greenville, on Forest Hills Road in Wilson, on the web at FactoryMattressUSA.com, and a proud member of Pirates Supporting Pirates. Pirate Radio! Pirate Radio. Pirate Radio. You're listening to The Brian Bailey Show, powered by Greenville Utilities. Community-owned utilities mean local control, low rates, and high reliability. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back on this Monday, getting you set for East Carolina Pirate Baseball Pirates and George Washington coming up on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at Clark LeClaire Stadium. Friday's first pitch set for 4 o'clock. We'll always, obviously, of course, keep an eye on the weather because we don't know what's going to happen with that this time of the year. I haven't even looked at the weather forecast. What have you seen so far? Have you seen anything? Uh, 50-50? Does it we'll look see. bad? Oh, we'll okay, see. I haven't looked at it yet. It looks okay, honestly, right now. Good. There's there's a chance leading up to game time that there there might be some rain, but we'll be able to get it in if it stays the same. you okay. know. Um, but the rest of the weekend looks beautiful. I mean, it'll be a little chilly maybe on Saturday, but nothing bad. Great. Looking good weather-wise. All right, let's go. Al wrote, writes in and says, uh, which pitcher has had the wow factor this fall and early this spring? The wow factor. The wow factor. What the do you wow think? The wow factor. Uh, um, like I said, I think that Trey has been our best our best arm in the early preseason. Where you're like, wow, that I mean, it looks looks the part. But I mean, really, a lot of them have pitched really well. You know, like I said, Spivey's been really good. Sailor's been really good. Tyler Broad has been really good. Josh Groves has thrown well. Uh, Landon Ginn has thrown well. Uh, Jordan Little has thrown well. A freshman left-hander named Zach Root has thrown the, the ball very well. I mean, um, yeah, I think that there's a lot of guys that I, I, it's hard to say wow because. 
you know, I mean, because you expect a lot of that. Well, yeah, and, and you, you expect them to go out there and do what you know what they can do. And of course, I've had my eyes on them since August, you right. know, and some of these guys for two, three, four years. And so, um, excited about where a lot of them are. Um, like I said, um, as, as far as the wow factor, like, oh my goodness, this looks really good. Is is Trey has been that guy uh, early this spring? I, I need to talk, stop talking Trey up. He's going to listen to this and get, <laughs> and get a and get a big ego about him or something. Just send him a message on his watch. I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> that's great I, i'm just gonna go to i'm just gonna go to practice today and just uh give him some humble pie yeah um get on him yeah i'm going to i'm going to but no i, I think that early, early on it's been you know it's been good i mean it's been good from all those standpoints it's been good for on both sides of it i mean the practices have been awesome um they've been extremely competitive uh both sides of the baseball have been good and uh definitely excited that's one thing that we've seen, you know, when you're close to the baseball program or the football program and you see guys come in, but the, the old adage, iron sharpens iron. Mm-hmm. And I think you, you really, you know, I think I think early in my career, I didn't understand all of that. I was like, you know, if that's your starter, that's your starter. But, you know, the competition just seems to make everybody better. It does. And, you know, I think positionally, from the position player side of things, it's been as uh, competitive of a preseason as I've seen since I've been here. I mean... Uh, the guys who are fighting for positions. I mean, there's a lot of guys back who already have positions, or I say have, have have done enough to earn those positions with you know Jacob Jenkins, Cowher, and guys like that. But the the uh, the other guys have really been putting the gas uh, putting the gas pedal down. Man, they've been playing extremely well, and they bring you know I think Coach Plumbo probably talked to you some about this last week. They, they bring yeah. a, a diversity, they bring a different type of game to it than maybe the guys that you say or we say are going to start. And so you know you can see a lot of guys, in my opinion, that'll 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 play this opening weekend that are plenty capable of starting on any given day and uh you know again those position players have been tough their approaches at the plate are extremely good they play good defense um they, they've done a lot of really good things this this preseason i i, I think was the word that coach palumbo said was amazing but i think we were talking about the depth last week and i i, and he, I think he said our depth is really amazing so i asked cliff for the coaching show last week i said i said coach your depth is amazing if i wouldn't say it's amazing but yeah you know, <laughs> <laughs> but i think he realizes that that it's very very good and you know the trick and and the reason that i have a, a the utmost amount of respect for coach godwin is that he's able to take all these talented guys mm-hmm. and find roles for them and they they want to excel in those roles yeah. they all know now when they come to east Carolina, i think they all think they're a starter because right. they've been starting all their lives no question they get here and they look around and they're like okay you know that guy's pretty good and that guy's pretty good right what's my role going to be and, mm-hmm. and coach says hey this is your role this is what i need you to do and and they they flourish in it no question and, and it it all starts with the culture, you know, and it all really starts in recruiting and making sure that you're getting the right kids and getting kids who are selfless and match your, you know, match your program. And, you know, they're obviously very talented as well, but the match piece of it is, is the most important piece is making sure that these kids, when they come in, they're not, they're, they're going to make sure that the team is the team aspect first. And so, um, but within that, you know, again, the culture that Coach Cobb sets is it's, you know, that's what's expected of you when you're in this program. And if not, then, you know, 
you don't have to be in this program. You yeah. know, it's, it really is. There that, are other it, programs. That's a hundred percent. It really is that simple. And, you know, from there, it's just the honesty that our coaching staff has with each kid and explaining, Hey, this is where you're at right now. This is what you need to do to get better or get on the field more. Um, and, uh, and, and usually those kids take that in stride and they understand whenever the game starts and maybe their role is, I don't know, a pinch runner in the seventh inning. They, they're ready for it. Or yeah. maybe it's a defensive replacement or maybe it's a, you know, a middle relief guy, whatever it is, you know, but they, they understand. I think that the, the honesty piece of it is what prepares them for it. And so, uh, yeah, I, I think Coach Goblin, Coach Palumbo, Coach Bortles, I think that they do such an outstanding job of just communicating with these kids and making them just understand that, hey, this is your role. It doesn't mean that you got to be happy with it necessarily, but be the best at it as you possibly can be. And good things will happen. And your role can change. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You see that all the time. You know, you see it all the time where guys, you know, they, they don't start the season in the lineup. They don't start the season in the rotation, but they make the most of their appearances, whether it's, you know, in a blowout game and they get in a bat and they get a good swing off. And then Coach Godwin, next thing you know, says, hey, I may put this kid on the DH the next day. You know, that, those things happen all the time. And so understanding any opportunity that you have is is important, you know, and it's important to show that you can you can obviously uh, handle your role. But moving forward, I mean, it's what that's what is, will get you more opportunities to get on the field. And one of the best parts about the bank each year is hearing some of the guys and and you hear guys say you, you know I, I met with coach and you know the suggestion was maybe i should transfer because i wasn't doing the things i needed to do or i could figure out some things and then then they flourish after that yes and and i feel like you know it's not always the the cleanest thing for in college athletics it's not always you come in and you're the best hitter on the team or, or whatever and so there's always usually a pretty pivotal point in someone's career that says hey I have to do things either a little bit differently or I need to work a little bit harder or if I want to do the things that I came here to do. Yeah. And so um, there, there's usually a, a, pro- a process, a, a point where you say, hey, this is that time. Like, you got to work harder. You got to get better at this. This is what you need to do. And you either say, yeah, I'm going to do that or, hey, you know what? I don't I don't know if I see eye to eye with you, you know, yeah. and and, um, and that's okay. It's okay if you don't, you know, but uh, usually every, everyone has those those moments. All right, Josh writes in and says, Jonathan Childress, the transfer from Texas A&M, what do you see his role? Well, he's still working through some some arm pain, some arm soreness. He had surgery back in April, so we're at this point not totally sure. We're just trying to get him to where he's feeling good consistently. Um, you know, it's been up and down with him from the standpoint of uh, one day his, his arm is good and he's facing hitters, and the next day he's, it's kind of bothering him. And so the, the main goal for us right now is just to make sure that his arm is feeling good before we ask him to do anything as far as the the season goes how hard is that for a player you know especially a pitcher you know with the arm soreness and and is it major is it minor is it you know i'm recovering from an injury i mean it's it's a fine line through all that well recovering through injuries there's always going to be just uh valleys and 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 it's it's just a it's a tough thing because one day you can wake up and feel like you're 100 percent and then you you throw maybe a tick you know more than you should have or your volume's a little bit more than you should have and then the next day you you, you feel awful and so the re- recovering from injuries such as shoulders or, or you know Tommy John and things like that there's just always there's going to be good days and there's going to be bad days and you got to work through them you got to work through them the best that you can um but it, it can be frustrating it can be frustrating and, and for Jonathan specifically he uh he's had you know a, a pretty hefty medical history from his time at, at Texas A&M to to come in here and you know he's just uh just we're just working as hard as we can to just make sure that he's confident in his arm make sure that he's feeling good consistently and then and then we can uh, start moving in that direction 
when you look at, at your bullpen as a whole and you go in with, with a starter, say Carter on Friday, Carter and what he does – is, is it different on Saturday with what you would come in with after that? Is it all game by game? It's not a set role where, okay, the first guy out of the bullpen is going to be this guy, but on Saturday it could change because of different situations? Yeah, I think the game will dictate a lot of that stuff. And, and you know, we do a lot of scouting prior to it. And so you have an understanding of what may work against these guys. And then, of course, when the game starts, sometimes that's thrown out the window and right. it's, it, it kind of gets flipped on its head a little bit. But, um, you know, it, it all depends on, we, we try to go game by game as much as we possibly can and just stick to hey let's win this game today and then we'll figure out tomorrow when it gets there um that worked really well last year yeah 100 percent. tba was warming up all the time tba was always hot <laughs> he's always, always he was hot. always he was always he was uh, ready to go he was getting the ball going into the game um but you know i think that you have an idea of what you want to do but the game can you know it'll it'll dictate it for you for the most part i mean if it's a close game you're going to go to your best guys if it's you know maybe right. an extended lead or, or so vice versa then you, you may give the ball to somebody else and so, and that can change obviously what Saturday looks like, depending on how much one guy was extended, how much they didn't throw, whatever it may be. And so, yeah, there's always a plan going into to each game, but the the first game is the most important one, and we're going to do what it takes to win on Friday, and then we'll get to Saturday whenever we get there. Yeah, it's, it's going to be exciting. Starts on Friday, four o'clock. First pitch, George Washington and East Carolina. We'll take our final commercial break. We'll come back, and then we'll wrap things up with Austin Knight, pitching coach at East Carolina, as the Brian Bailey Show continues on this Monday, Game Week Monday day for pirate baseball after this the rick house is eastern north carolina's premier restaurant and bourbon authority jefferson's basil hayden woodford reserve and a midwinter night's dram are just a few of the incredible bourbon options the rick house features the very best steaks and fresh made from scratch pastas the rick house can host your corporate event or special parties in the 3,000 square foot banquet hall join the rick house for sunday brunch from 10 a.m to 2 p.m and for the wine tastings on the last friday of every month the rick house Greenville Utilities Electric customers will soon be able to receive text notifications in the event of power outages. Enrollment is automatic, so make sure GUC has your cell phone number by signing into your account at GUC.com, then update the information in your user profile. Want to talk with someone instead? Call 252-752-7166 during business hours. 252-752-7166. Update us so we can update you. Visit GUC.com for more information. It's bow time. There's something special about the first bite of a Bojangles Cajun Filet Biscuit. Like an edible alarm clock that slaps you awake with bold Cajun flavor. The moment you sink your teeth into that soft, fluffy, made-from-scratch biscuit, then strike gold with a juicy piece of fried chicken, you'll know. Nothing beats the first bite. Except the second first bite. Get a Cajun Filet Biscuit combo today at Bojangles. It's bow time. BMS Builders is your premier custom builder in eastern North Carolina. With homes in Blackwood, Mills Creek, Dalton's Cove and Farmville, and Belmar and Aiden, they're constantly expanding. Now to Laurel Glen and Sarah's Way, plus the new duplex community at Abigail Trails. BMS Builders can build the home of your dreams. Just ask Dr. Dennis Ross in Greenville or ECU football coach Mike Houston. They built their homes, and they can build yours as well. Call 916-1578 for BMS Builders. The best burgers around. Everyone loves a thick, juicy, and fresh burger. 
Tiebreakers in Greenville, plus the all-new Tiebreakers in Winterville do real burgers better than anybody. So don't just go to any burger-themed restaurant chain. It's time to break the chain and eat local. Tiebreakers, real burgers at its best. Everybody loves burgers. Be sure to check out David Price Construction for all of your commercial or custom residential renovation and building needs. Run by ECU alumni, David Price Construction specializes in commercial projects, maintenance on facilities, and large-scale residential renovations and additions. Proud to be voted the Remodeler of the Year by the Home Builders Association of Raleigh-Wake County in 2018 and Best Business Commercial Remodel Project winner for 2020. David Price Construction, the proud ECU Home Services partner. This is Josh Gross, and you're listening to Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. You're listening to The Brian Bailey Show, powered by Greenville Utilities, working for our community, not for shareholders. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back as we wrap things up with Austin Knight, pitching coach at East Carolina. Got about eight or nine minutes to go in our show. Our Facebook live feed continues. If you have a question or comment, we'll pass it along in the next little bit with Coach Knight. When you look at at a game situation and you're, you're in the sixth or seventh inning, what's the talk like between you and Cliff as far as, you know, should we go get him, you know, how many, what's his pitch count at? Uh, all those factors come into play. I, obviously, if he's mowing people down yeah. know, or if he's giving up big hits. But, I, I mean, how does the conversation go there? And then when does Cliff decide? Because when Cliff walks out of the dugout, pitcher's you know, coming out. Yeah, that means he's coming out for sure. And, yeah, there's there's consistent dialogue that's going on with that. Um, but a lot of that happens prior to the game with, hey, this guy may be a good matchup for this situation. This guy may be, you know, in this situation. And so, you know, he, he has a basically a sheet of paper with the, the the guys who are hot for that day on it and so he's, he's already gone through his process of figuring out who he likes and then as the game goes on and the, the game will tell you certain things and um, but we're always like hey what do you think about this guy here do you think that the starter is a better matchup against this guy than uh, pitcher X or whatever right. and so the starter through through five innings and a third who just gave up a double mm-hmm. is he a better option here than somebody fresh out of the bullpen that's exactly yeah, right that so that, those are the conversations and it kind of depends. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It does, and and sometimes you know that can that can happen, right? He can give up the double in the sixth inning, but then the guy coming up next. He's a really good matchup against him, and so we'll say, "Hey, we'll we'll give him this hitter, but the next, you know, the, whoever's in the bullpen needs to be ready for the guy after him, or, or whatever it might be." And so there's always conversations that are that are going on and, and dialogue, and um, but ultimately, you know, it's, it's Coach Goblin's decision whenever uh, whenever he's ready to, to pull the trigger. It's, it's it's his decision to to make and and uh, and go go out there and get those guys. George Washington's on the clock. What do you know right now about GW? How much scouting have you guys been able to do on George Washington? Yeah, it started started up this morning a little bit um you know they have a good a good amount of returners in their from their position player wise i don't i don't necessarily know what they have back on the mound i think they have their their top arm from last year back but after that i'm not totally sure uh they'll be well coached they'll have good approach at the plate they'll uh they'll they'll, they'll do the little things right you know uh, that's that's what i've gotten up to this point um and i've, I've watched just a couple of their hitters this morning just get, getting a baseline scouting report on those guys and and uh and go from there but uh you know as coach goblin will tell you we're we're 
much more worried, worried about, about ourselves and yeah. and uh, much more worried about our practice today and our scrimmage today and kind of getting through the week and and making sure that we're prepared, which we will be, and and uh, and making sure that we're, we're worrying about ourselves as opposed to uh, necessarily, you know, of course you, you're going to respect anybody that comes here. I mean, I think that the if if our guys ha- didn't get that message from the first series last year, I was going to say that I think you know, last year's team learned a whole lot about you, you know you can't just go out on the field throw the ball out there and and, and take no a sweep no question yeah. you, you you have to you have to play good you yeah. know if you want to win games you have to play good and that doesn't mean that you can't win games when you don't play well because you're not going to play perfect every single game right. it's just it's a long season baseball is is uh unpredictable in ways but uh you have to honor every single opponent that you you play and so you know obviously uh regardless of who's coming in every game is important you know for the goals that we want to continue to host regionals and host super regionals and get to you know, win a national championship every game is important and it needs to be treated that way and no, no game is more important than than the other and so um but jo- george washington will be well coached they have some experience coming back they have older players as do a lot of college uh colleges nowadays have older players with the portal and different things that happen that way and so they'll, they'll be ready to go when they they get to greenville and what's it like as the pitching coach to have such great catching talent in your program like ryan mccrystal uh justin wilcox and that they they both either one could start both are going to play a lot one may dh some but they're both going to be in there a lot aren't they it's a difference maker especially to have older you know older really good talent behind the plate you know with justin being in our program for as long as he has and then ryan you know got got to got to watch ben newton last year and justin last year and and so you have a sophomore and and, you know a uh fourth year player i don't with all all the COVID stuff i don't even know what the classification is COVID senior COVID junior whatever it is he's a fourth year player um and so they they've seen what it takes and they is such a difference maker from a pitching staff whenever you have guys that can really handle the the the, the arms and know the personalities and know what makes them tick and um but th- those those two guys are as good as any any catchers in the country and i put that on on any of it you know either one of them back there the our, our pitchers are going to have so much confidence in throwing to them which is is uh is, is awesome it's very valuable do you have any pitchers that that prefer one of the, one or the other personally or is it kind of i, I it, you haven't not seen that they've that? talked to me right. about it but i'm sure that they do like yeah. most pitchers do um so but, pitchers are weird like that aren't they? oh yeah they are <laughs> they are for sure they're they're different birds they're like kickers sometimes they, i mean they, they, they got are. these little things in their head they are yeah. they're, they're different birds you know we we, we, <laughs> we try to normalize them as much as possible ah. but it's uh not always possible but uh but uh no they should honestly they should feel good about whoever's back there though because they both do a really good job they both shut down the running game they both receive the ball very well they block the ball very well um they both have leadership qualities that you want behind the plate and and they can both hit and so yeah you know, it's, they it's, both can both hit they're both uh very exciting players you know had a chance to see jason teacher he was back during the holidays mm-hmm. for a little bit and talked to him briefly but how much fun was it to work under him Ah, oh, Dietz is the man. Yeah. That's uh, that's my guy. Whenever I need something or you know want to want to bounce something off of him or even just kind of you know shoot the breeze and just talk, he's always he's always open. So I'll give him a call and and it usually ends up uh, us cracking jokes for thirty minutes or something like that. But he's the best. You know, I've told plenty of people this. You know, on record is that you know he, he did not have to be as good to me as he was whenever whenever he was the pitching coach here. You know, he had, he's obviously well respected. He was the national pitching coach 
coach of the year one year and 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 here comes hard-headed me coming in and, and saying hey we need to you know do this and do that with this guy and then looking back i'm like god that was that was crazy <laughs> um, but he uh, he was always patient very humble no ego awesome guy to work with obviously very intelligent when it comes to baseball and pitching yeah. and and all of it you know and and so uh i'm just thankful to have that guy in my life because he was he was very important to to to, to me and and obviously very important to our team as well he's on the west coast now at cal state fullerton as the head coach but he keeps ties with with the eastern oh, yeah. north Carolina and greenville mm-hmm. yeah he's still got you know his his wife's family live in virginia but he's he's still got you know some some properties and things out this way yeah. and um he comes back pretty often really you know came back over christmas uh came back to our regional and super regional last year so came to our, our games last year and um you know just just an awesome guy really just 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 again very thankful that he was he was a part of our program and that i got to learn from him take us to friday now as we wrap things up four o'clock start time for east carolina and george washington carter spivey's got the baseball what do you look for in carter early on to know hey he's got his stuff today um, I, you know, with him, it's, it's more just the look that he has on the mound, you know, the, the, cause he just, he, when he's right, he looks determined, he looks confident, he, uh, he looks poised to, to, to go do it. But I, I don't have any questions that he'll be in that mindset on Friday. It's, it's a guy that I, I trust, you know, wholeheartedly to that. I know that he's going to go out there and he's going to put his best foot forward and he's not going to make the moment bigger than it is. I mean, the guy's pitched in super regionals, he's pitched in, 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 every you know every big situation that we could possibly have and so more so i just want to go out there and see him not you know just be himself be himself and that'll be plenty good enough to help us win a game on friday night um and but that that's pretty much it you know it's just it's, it's much less and anything that has to do with stuff but the determination the presence how does he look on the mound does he look like he's in control and and those things and so that's uh that's what i ask most of our pitching staff more so than him having to have the 96 mile an hour fastball when he goes out there i mean that'd be awesome you <laughs> will take it. Yeah, that'd be awesome. But like, whenever you can look out, and the fans know, you can look out and you can see those guys in the moment and and, and confident. So, coach, enjoyed the visit, man. As always, thanks so much. We'll have you out again sometime uh, later in the spring. Hopefully, bring you back in here. We'll talk about how well the pirate pitchers are doing because we're looking forward to another great pirate baseball season. Carter Spivey gets the baseball coming up on Friday, four o'clock start, East Carolina and George Washington. That's our show for today. We'll see you back here next week. Cliff Godwin. Joined joins us let's get a sweep and then have coach guy went on <laughs> let's go let's no pressure. Do the no pressure Brian. exactly <laughs> we'll see you next week on the brian bailey show all right this has been the brian bailey show powered by greenville utilities and also brought to you by angus grill bostic sug furniture bojangles east coast grady papa john's pepsi the rick house greenville utilities bms builders taft taft and hagelin tiebreakers and greenville auto world join us next week for another edition of the brian bailey show right here on pirate radio